Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the fourth episode in the fourth season of Archer, Midnight Run, written by Adam Reed and Tasha Kondrat. This was an okay episode. Ron Liebman guest starred as Ron Cadillac. We got some backstory on Mallory's new husband and his unexpected bond with Archer. But for the most part, this was kind of an okay-ish episode because I do miss our core cast characters. So just having a side mission while... Sometimes it can be really fun. Sometimes, unfortunately, it doesn't doesn't hit the same note. So I gave this episode a 7.9 out of 10. Wasn't one of my favorites, but still decent. Before we jump into the review, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. For Mallory, this episode is about the men in her life, her husband, Ron, and Archer, her son, who's always suckling at her teat. And they both are on the same (laughs) uh, phone call. Ron is off in Synecdoche. I've never heard of this place. Handling business, even though he is constantly telling her how she needs to not allow her work to control her. But she's concerned about the fact that they have box seats at the Met tonight and he promises he'll be there by nine. Whereas Sterling is in Montreal having been robbed by some whores with an uncurable strain of vd she tells him to find his own way home after he gets himself a penicillin injection archer's penis should be a science experiment because there's not much more damage it could possibly take and still be functional pam tells mallory no one needs to eavesdrop when she screams into the speakerphone earning her a glass being thrown in her direction question what is she doing walking around with a crock pot mallory wonders how Archer could be so foolish as to lose his get out of the country jail card aka his passport because he's always been foolish with money and his dick turns out that he burned it himself saying I'm never gonna go back her greatest fear in life is that Archer is gonna come home announcing his marriage to a whore with bangs she calls her husband a snooze fest not realizing at that moment he's currently in a hotel room boozing it up planning to pick up his stepson also has a mysterious suitcase archer calls everyone in a line asking for money to be wired to him via western union and each tell him the same thing of course my favorite was was uh ray sitting there with his facial mask like oh hold on let me put you on speaker because i can't believe you actually just asked me that he calls lana and she said nope 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 
And if it sounds like I'm hanging up before you hear the dial tone, (laughs) even Woodhouse declined to help him despite claiming that he's his slave. Ron shows up, offers him a ride. He's like, I'd rather hang out with a chud, which it turns out is basically homeless people in Manhattan who've had toxic chemicals put on them. What the hell? Sometimes. I don't know about your brain, Archer. But unfortunately, he has to choose between getting in the car and jail. So he, of course, falls into Ron's Cadillac. And as they're driving, he tells them that while chuds aren't real, alligators are certainly something people have down in the sewer system, which freaks out Archer because now he has to think of the idea of alligators rampaging up the poop chute his big idea to get archer across the border is to simply put him in the trunk of his car because it's not like it's the mexican border where they actually give a fuck who's trying to get into the country (laughs) but he tells him to keep the gun ready because he's about to be robbed at gunpoint when the trunk pops open and there's two guys shooting at him he's able to kill both before ron crashes the car and apparently archer knows how to parachute out of a flying car in the suitcase it turns out ron is carrying dirty money they see me rolling they hating patrolling and trying to catch me riding I will say his backstory was way more tame than I thought it was going to be considering what we know what Isis does. In the break room, Lana tries to justify her reasons for not helping Archer. She always feels some kind of way and tries to get everyone else to be on the same page of the moral decisions that she makes. And there's anyone to name a thing that Archer ever did for them. Cheryl said chlamydia. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. Apparently her giving or him giving her chlamydia got her over her deductible. So the rest of her doctor's visits for the year were free. (laughs) Pam said, how many times did you go to the damn doctor? A lot. I kept getting chlamydia. Maybe you should stop letting them hit it raw. I don't know who you are. You're about to get chlamydia. Ron and Archer are picked up by a semi-truck driver who is equated to the backbone of America, which apparently means a grown-ass burly man dressed in bra and panties, fishnet stockings, and heels, who are not taking them to Manhattan as requested, but someplace called Coxsackie. (laughs) And seeing as they're in the back of the truck, they have no idea. Drinking beer feels like the least of their worries. Turns out Ron's last name really isn't Cadillac, but Kaninsky, and he used to be a car thief, a part of a racket of off-brand Italian gangsters, including Fat Mike. They end up getting their own chop shop, but when he returns with meatball sandwiches one day, they were all busted, and each one of them did 20 years without snitching. I got you, fam! The money is to pay them back for all of the time that they did for him. Because he got legitimate and he's had six businesses. 
someone keeps tipping off the robbers which archer says it's the one guy that's always bitching the most and that's fat mike because he watches that many type of movies despite being called the most boring person on the little earth ron wants to keep his past a secret as he's almost legit though they both realize what kind of snuff like shit they've been driven into when they uh open or the door is open for them and they find themselves surrounded by a lot of men (laughs) dressed up like women (laughs) it's like i'm not sure how you want to be identified that one old man looked like he was stroke out before he even stroked it does anyone here have a gun no just me get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that Ron did have to ruin it when he wants to uh, wants to see them shot but then realizes that Archer doesn't have any bullets so they have to run with things turning out just like the gypsy woman predicted the one that Cheryl goes to <laughs> so they have to jump onto a train he tries to use the money as a distraction but it blows away in the wind like paper tends to do ron needs archer's help to get onto the train but he recalls that he hates him for marrying his mother so ron points out that you have a fucking sick relationship with your mother because paging dr bates dr norman bates you want her all to yourself he does eventually put him on the train and points out that you know maybe you said some things that made sense because <laughs> ron's like look your relationship with your mother is unhealthy and it's very true uh, archer just he needs to be number one in his mother's life because he's never been number one in his mother's life so this spy thing him even being half competent with it is the only true bond they have only thing that keeps them even together because she's made a point of abandoning him in his life (laughs) so archer says that ron is good for his mother and he wants to get him back in time for the promised opera poor woodhouse he has a there's a coat ready for him that ron could use but he's told he's gonna be on punishment He's like, sometimes I should just run away, but who would take me in? No one, Woodhouse. No one. I would. Archer and Ron, they drive off when they realize that them being friends would drive Mallory insane and considering her reaction when he's just dropping them off, seems like it works like a charm. So both men have uh, accidentally bonded and now are on good terms which means it's probably gonna blow up some way somehow (laughs) because archer really can't have nice things and it is good for archer to bond with someone to have a fatherly figure and and maybe be able to be a sponge between him and his mother and i think he comes to some type of terms with ron being that person especially now that they have the secret 
that they can kind of keep away from her. And we all know that Archer really desperately is always seeking a friend, always seeking um, validation. So I think that this is, and also seeks to retaliate against his mother. So all these things are working in his favor, which means they can't possibly last. Because <laughs> that's just how his life goes. Get like, out of here, <laughs> you meanie! While not my favorite episode, there were a few good chuckles that I got. And I definitely think that the story was one to be explored. If you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, blacker magic. Hustling, 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 hustling